And even this, I feel like the space between us feels a little far. Are we in a long distance relationship? Like what is happening? I know. I I feel like I need to like touch your foot for my... Hi there, I'm Kirsty Pike. And I'm Christine Diaz, your host for the original podcast, She Comes With Baggage. <laughs> we know that when it comes to relationships, it's not just love that's in the air, baggage is floating around too. So get ready for some turbulence, laughter, and a whole lot of fun. So today we're kickstarting this podcast by introducing ourselves and then welcoming you into our lives. Yay! <laughs> okay. All right, here we are. Um, how are you feeling right now? <laughs> I'm nervous. Wait. I feel like I have very nervous jitters, like I'm a I'm going to present a speech or something. <laughs> why does this feel, I mean, we pillow talk all day, all day, every day anyways, but why does this feel like public speaking? I don't know. I just, I get nervous out of nowhere. Last night I could barely sleep. I was just like, what if we say something stupid? I know. That's what I said. It's like kind of like a taking an SAT and I'm like, I'm going to blink and <laughs> not know said. any answers. <laughs> what did we do the last five years? I six know. years? Like, who are you? <laughs> who am I? I don't even know. Um, Well, I'm excited. I think um, this is definitely something out of our comfort zone. This is not, I never considered myself to be a podcaster or, um, you know, somebody that just gets on and talks just randomly. The good thing about Instagram is you can kind of edit it down. Thank God for editing. (laughs) All right. So have you, have you ever done anything like this before? I mean, I know we've been, we've been featured on a few podcasts and I feel like that was a little easier because I didn't have to think of any of the questions or the talking points. But I feel like now that I have to do it on my own and kind of come up with a little bit of a script in a way, you kind of have to plan a little bit of a storyboard. It's it's a whole new realm for us. Yeah, like beyond Instagram, beyond TikTok, it's less perfected like we normally do our content well when I was trying to make an outline or a storyboard for the whole season I was like what do we do I'm on episode two and I'm like what what do we do for the next eight episodes (laughs) but it's actually fun because breaking it down and year by year and we've been together six and a half years now right Mm so best six and a half years of your life yeah okay okay she (laughs) stole my joke that was actually my joke to begin but um I feel like it's kind of fun because um we're going back through the last six and a half years and I don't know, coming over and doing doing it all over again and kind of reliving all those memories and stuff. So I'm just really looking forward to this and also opening up a different side to us that people aren't used to seeing. I think with Instagram and TikTok, we're really accustomed to putting voiceovers or text overlay or something that kind of takes away our voices of not, not talking, right? Um, so this is definitely making us get out there and, and really share our more vulnerable sides and show our true personalities. Um, so why did you want to start doing the podcast to begin with? Yeah, I think to that point, it w- it's an unfiltered version of us. I think every single time someone meets us, first they say we're short. <laughs> we Apparently we look really tall on Instagram, <laughs> so I'll take it. Um, I'm not releasing how short I am, but I'm <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to say it. You I'm just fun- have to meet us in person <laughs> to know. And then the second thing is that we're goofy. Um, I don't think I've ever considered myself goofy, but I'll take it. Yeah, I think I'll that's take a compliment. That. It could. I mean, I'll take that over being boring all yeah. day. You know, I'll say goofy is at least entertaining. I'm, yeah. I'm telling myself that anyways. Yeah, hype myself. We're ed- edutaining. Edutaining. Yeah, yeah, I'll take that. Have you, you listened to a lot of podcasts? I mean, I know you listen to podcasts differently than I do. At least, I think podcasts had a really good year, especially mm-hmm. this year. There have been a ton of new talent out there, and I feel like 
because they were so themselves and they were able to show their stories and their vulnerabilities and all of the background to why the content is what it is or like the content that they create is what it is. I feel like that's given me kind of a drive and I feel like when we talked about it, we're like, we really have to show ourselves. We have to kind of show our personalities in different ways. No, it's true. And I feel like when we started social media, it's been this up and down roller coaster of what's working, what's not, what's trending, what's not. And I feel the last two years have been short form video, short form content and kind of what's on trend with everybody else. But I think in the last six or seven months now, people are really looking for long form video and really wanting to get um, a personal look into people's lives. And mm-hmm. I think that'd be fun too. You know, I feel like I'm ready to just let it all out there. Yeah. And kind of finally answer everyone's questions. Like yeah. we always do Q and A's and we tiptoe around these questions, honestly, just because we don't have the time to answer all of it. So I feel like now that we're like dedicating, you know, these sessions to talking about everything we've gone through, you know, how we started our Instagram, mm-hmm what traumas we've gone through, you yeah. know, I mean, our insecurities, you yeah. know, things that have kind of made us who we are. And so I know you came up with the great idea. Christine comes up with all the great puns. You know, she came up with on airplane mode, which is the platform you might know us through. Um, but she also came up with, she comes with baggage. So if you can share a little bit more about why you came up with that and what that means to you too. Yeah. I think it's an ode to our travel platform. Mm-hmm. So you know, the baggage aspect of like, every time we travel, are you a carry-on person, a, a suitcase person? Like, <laughs> I, I love a pun too, so yeah. you're great with the puns. Um, but I think it goes beyond that because there's such a deeper meaning behind having baggage. And so that comes with your experiences and your traumas. For and sure. there's always this negative connotation to it. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think that when you hear, oh, that person has a lot of baggage, you immediately think that's a negative thing. I mean, right. it sounds... It sounds really mean to say that out loud, but realistically, every single person's human. We're, we all have baggage. We all have things that we've gone through mm-hmm. that make us who we are. And how do we take that baggage and, and take those insecurities, those fears, those negative things that might have happened to us in the past? And how do we turn those into our passions? You know, maybe using that as inspiration and motivation to chasing our dreams. I think that's something that you and I do a lot together behind closed doors anyways is you know, you've been there through all of my darkest sides as well as my best sides. But, you know, we're always figuring out ways that we can continue to grow as individuals, but also as a couple. And I I think that that's an inspirational thing for everybody to do is, you know, it's you're only human and you have those things that have happened to you in the past or things you've experienced and lived through. But how do you continue to make that a part of your better journey? Our baggage is what brought us here today. Well, it's also, you know, you think back, it's like, if I didn't do this one little thing 12 years ago, that wouldn't have led to this and then led to that. And then I might not have ever met you, you know, so everything, I truly believe everything happens for a reason. So and maybe that's why we're here doing this podcast now. Maybe there's something (laughs) big happening, festering up. I guess a lot of people know us as a travel platform, right? So why to you, did you feel like you didn't want to do a travel platform only for podcast? I think travel is inherently going to be something that we talk about. Our yeah. Some of our favorite experiences together have been travel. We'll, and we'll get there. We'll definitely talk about our favorite <laughs> countries, those burning questions of, 
you know, how we backpacked for almost an entire year together. Yeah. Um, yes, I did carry a backpack. <laughs> okay. Side note, and we'll go into that eventually, but she wanted to pack like 14 pairs of heels to go backpacking in Southeast Asia. But I, I'm glad that we got you down to one pair of heels that you never used that whole trip. <laughs> Literally never um, used. But yeah, I think we'll eventually go into travel because that's definitely a huge part of why we kicked it off so well to begin with, why we fell in love with each other was because we had that massive, um, you know, shared interest, which was traveling. I think we should share our backgrounds a little bit. Okay. If you don't know yet, I think we should talk about, you know, kind of our ethnicities, where you come from, Kirstie's home. Yeah. (laughs) Um, A lot of people don't know where she's actually from. Honestly, I I didn't even know when I first met you. I think like until three months in, I didn't know where you were actually from. <laughs> I know. A lot of people expect me to have an accent because I'm, I'm from Tennessee. So I'm from the South. I was born in Memphis, grew up. Um, I grew up in Memphis, but then we moved to Nashville right when I was in middle school. But I moved away from Tennessee when I was like 18, 17 or 18. And yeah, I lost my accent. I moved to San Francisco. And from there. Was that on purpose? I A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I, actually, tame the I love the Southern accent, yeah, actually. It's so funny because my whole family has a very thick southern accent like you know my sisters they have I always make fun of them and say they sound like a banjo when they talk they actually sound like banjos I'm like I don't understand anything you're saying and I'm from we are made from the same person so (laughs) it's kind of funny I moved away when I was young I've been moving around my whole life I've just always since I was a kid had this this dream of seeing the world and yeah I think my accent's a little mix of everything that every place I've lived in I have a little bit of Australia I have a lot of London friends even though that's not my accent at all but when I met you, you've definitely had a twang of like Southern, Australian, English. Yeah. I couldn't point it out. It was a <laughs> random mix. I think a lot of my background too is from California where I lived in San Francisco for five years and that's where I came out. So I think a lot of my growing up and becoming truly who I was was in San Francisco. So I am a Jersey girl. Yep. Born and raised. <laughs> I actually love Jersey. People shit on Jersey all the time and I'll take that because I don't want people to kind of <laughs> crowd it anyway so no, yeah you can think Jersey's bad but I think Jersey's great I don't know why people call it dirty Jersey know, honestly a, I'm let them think that because it's a I secret wanna, that yeah. we've now exposed but <laughs> it's actually really great it's very queer friendly it's close enough to New York I feel like I'm I'm the Jersey ambassador right yes, now yes you are close enough to New York we need the tourism can... board to hit us up right now yeah I'm always kind of claimed to be ethnically ambiguous yeah So my dad's Mexican and my mom is Chinese and Peruvian. Yep. We really well in my household, you know. I mean, whenever it's the holiday season, your mom makes the most random holiday buffet of food and it's amazing. The feast is like I think you have what a teriyaki, turkey, Turkey. wontons, fried rice. I mean, we eat really good at your house. (laughs) Yeah. I always tell Christine, like, you can never leave me because I am part of this family now. I am going to always be around whether you leave me or not. You grew up in the house that your parents still live in, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know what that's like. I feel like we moved around maybe nine or ten times by the time I was in middle school. But you have always, that's your childhood home. I've never moved until you. That's crazy. It is kind of crazy. Like, we moved to, and also we moved to Southeast Asia. Yeah, just a, <laughs> All places. just a small move. Yeah, just, just small over job. the pond. No big deal. <laughs> so speaking of your family, I mean, let's talk about your siblings that you don't. I'm an only child. Yeah. <laughs> I don't give only child energy. Oh, though. no, you do. I, no, I don't. Yeah. Talk when about you the met chair. me, you kind of. <laughs> talk about the chair. I, I claimed that chair 
And then you got that chair because you were like, this is my chair now. Well, I've never had to make a selection before because I just, you know, I, I got both. <laughs> <laughs> I get, Meanwhile, I grew up with two sisters. I have four half sisters in total, but I grew up with two of them really closely. I'm the oldest sister, so I feel like we grew up like really rough housing it. Like we were always... We love each other so much. Like, you know, I love Mariah and Brianna, but we are definitely mean to each other. We do tough love. Um, but it's just so funny all the times that I see you with like, I'm like, no, not you having only child energy. It's so cute. No, well, I mean, I feel like I gained two sisters too. And they're also kind of I know bullies to me too. So <laughs> I get it now. <laughs> I know. They they don't hold back. They don't. No, hold they back. really don't. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but your whole family, I mean, you are an only child technically, but I think you grew up so close with your cousins, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you have so many cousins. I probably have a hundred cousins. <laughs> uh, five of them I am I talk to weekly, if not daily, mm -hmm. and they definitely sculpt me to be the way I the person I am so yeah. I mean they they've helped me come out they've yeah. been there for me through my rebellious times through every yeah. part of my life so they're they're practically sisters at this point yeah. I think I even call them sisters no I do yeah call you them do sisters. well also one of your closest cousins their house is directly behind your parents house right so it's within a four-minute walk. Yeah, as if we can't get close enough. I know. Like, <laughs> you can, <laughs> literally from your kitchen window, you can see your cousins outside. Like, that's how close your family lives <laughs> together because I think that that's pretty much the same thing yeah. as a sibling in a like, way. You see them all the time. Big fat Greek wedding energy, that's what we're giving. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so anytime there's a holiday, a family occasion, it's a Sunday night, movie night, anything that it is, game night, there's always, like, 15 to 20 people around and it's just, like, big family energy. It's so much fun but yeah I, I adore your family and you know I think especially your parents I feel like I'm super close to them now uh I would con consider your mom like one of my best friends at this point so yeah Aww, it's, she's, she's gonna love that I know <laughs> shout out to mom I mean I feel the, the same way about your sisters I yeah. think I feel like I'm their favorite sister so yeah it's fine no, no, <laughs> listen you probably are to be honest like they'll probably wholeheartedly agree with that statement but it is cute though my my youngest sister Brianna just had her first baby a year ago now so I am an uh, what is that I'm an aunt yeah we're That's gone creepy to say I, I still <laughs> feel like I'm like 19 years old in, inside I'm not 19 but it's crazy to think my youngest sister has a one-year-old so are you getting baby fever it comes and goes, I think. I don't know. I had it happen this once. This is huge, actually. I had baby you've never once, said that. but only because I was around Oakley, which is my daughter's, or my my well, sister's. there it is. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to edit that one out. I'm just kidding. Um, it was my, being around Oakley is really cute and all, but then, like, she cries. And I'm like, take her back. I love you. I love you, but I, you got to go, you know? No, she's adorable. And it's funny because you were around her um what for her birthday and she loves christine like she just beelines to christine right around me to christine open arms i'm like okay cool i guess i'm chopped liver over here no big deal <laughs> she's like stares at you loves you at least she likes one of us because if she just like didn't like either of us i don't know yeah. if i'd want to come back i'd yeah. be so upset i'd be like not a one-year-old being homophobic but yeah <laughs> i've never been so heartbroken if, <laughs> no, if a one-year-old didn't love me <laughs> That would be traumatizing in itself. But no, she's a sweetheart. I think, you know, she's definitely coming around, especially because Tennessee is, it feels very far away because we live in Los Angeles now, right? 
it takes an entire day to get there. So it is really hard for us to go back and forth a lot. We get to see your family, what, every single month. I think we're always in New York City. So it is harder for me to go back and visit my family and my sisters because they both live in Tennessee. And But when we do go, I feel like it's it's great to have that quality time and be around them, you know. Speaking of, we're going to go on a trip right after this. I know. <laughs> going into it, what are people going to hear from this podcast? What do you what are the topics that you're most excited to talk about? Oh, you know, I think that I'm excited about sharing things that we've never shared on any platform before. We you know talking about um, our relationship on a deeper level. I think there's only so much people can get from uh, like in like really get to know us through captions. You know, we, we usually write like a paragraph long caption on Instagram to kind of give people a little bit of a deeper side to us. But I think this is going to bring a different layer. And I'm, I'm excited. I think also the banter between us, it's going to be fun. I feel like this is what we do when we're at home all day, every day anyway. Mm-hmm. So we were like, might as well record it. But yeah, I think sharing some of those unfiltered, you know, travel stories that we have, which we've never talked about before, like being stranded in Malaysia for a month because... They took your passport. Or even if we've ever fought or broken up or anything. I mean, if we fought, it was definitely your fault. It was never mine. So I think, (laughs) (laughs) um, yeah, yeah. If we've, you know, we've definitely gone through a toxic period and, and explaining that and really, you know, making it relatable because I think that all relationships kind of go through those ups and downs. And I think making it really. We're no exception, essentially. Exactly. I think even the comments sometimes that we get is, oh, you're this like picture perfect relationship, which we are. No, No, I'm kidding. Only because of CapCut. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, but there's definitely ups and downs in every relationship. But I think it's just it's important on how you communicate and how you manage that. And we'd love to kind of share how we do it. Yeah. I think also I want to get closer with our community. You know, we've built a community for the last four and a half years since we've started our platform on airplane mode, we've built an amazing community community of women and queer people all over the world. But this is kind of our chance to really, really get to know each other because we're going to be opening up Q&As for people to always submit their questions. And then we're going to be answering the questions here. It's going to be a really good way for us to build a deeper community with each other and then, you know, find a lot of relatability together. Speaking of this community that we've created over the last four, four and a half years, um, it all starts with on airplane mode and Mm. Kirstie and I traveling, Kirstie convincing me somehow to quit my corporate nine to five. <laughs> yeah. We started our Instagram first. Yeah. We basically started our platform on airplane mode in 2019 and we're going to have an entire episode dedicated to this, but just to kind of give a hint, you know, it is a travel platform. It is one that we're travel and lifestyle. I think it's evolving just like yeah. social media is evolving. No, absolutely. It started as a travel platform for sure. And and that was one where we wanted to be the representation for people that was hard to find travel representation for the queer yeah. community. And, you know, since then, when now we do lifestyle, fashion, beauty, all the things, um, you know, and now we're podcasters apparently, but, um, yeah, I, I think on airplane mode really was the kickstart of, of our passion as creators, as people who wanted to create a community, somebody, I think it made me realize that I want to make a difference in this world, whether that is just 
you know, being a little bit of the representation that was lacking in media for queer people, especially women. I feel like our space is really driven by men and that goes for every industry, right? Especially the travel industry. So that was one of the reasons I wanted to start on airplane mode. And since then that has grown to being a massive platform and one that people come to every day. So I'm excited that this is a new branch off of that, right? Where mm -hmm. ways that we can continue building on airplane mode too. On airplane mode has become a full-time job career for both of us and we just love to see where it goes mm -hmm. where it's going I mean it, it brought us here which is amazing and so if you haven't followed us yet it's at on airplane mode underscore underscore and you can find that on Instagram and TikTok so yeah. And for this podcast, we're going to be airing it pretty much everywhere. We're going to have audio uh, podcasting, which is going to be available on all the players. But then we're also going to have it on YouTube. And then we have a lifestyle page on Instagram at Kirsty and Christine, where we're going to be doing some clips and teasers there as well. So feel free to follow us on all, all the social media platforms. But before we go, I know earlier we mentioned that we are going to do Q&As that some people had uh, submitted through the at Kirsty and Christine page some questions that we're going to be doing you know routinely we're going to do on at the end of it yeah episode. and that way it just gives you all a chance to participate answer those burning questions you know the first one is what is your zodiac sign i mean honestly it wouldn't be a lesbian platform if we didn't answer this so. i know we had to bring that up in the episode one or this doesn't count mine is uh aries aka the best sign right mm-hmm mm -hmm. So the best sign that's possible out there. And um, I guess the other one, there's a moon sign, right? Like, I think your star sign is the exterior and then you have like the moon sign or something like that. Your emotional sign, I think that's Pisces. So I'm an Aries Pisces. Yeah. I don't know what that means fully, but I think it means... She's I'm, very emotional and fiery. Yeah, I'm, I think what, it means I'm like fiery and impulsive, but I'm also really sensitive and I cry a lot, which is pretty spot on. <laughs> and I'm a Scorpio, which... <laughs> honestly it just has a bad rep we're very soft inside it's kind of like a rottweiler no, it's just, I always say it Christine, looks that way from the exterior but i swear I'm i really always say Christine is like the scorpio scorpios are like pit bulls that like, you know how pit bulls always have a bad reputation they're supposed to be all scary and like you know dangerous is what people call it but actually pit bulls are some of the sweetest thank you like, gentle ones i appreciate once they that. get to know you but other than that they are pretty uh spicy and scary but yeah i would say we're passionate yeah, but you're also, <laughs> I know you did your test thing and it's, you're triple Scorpio, right? Yeah. You're like all three Scorpio, mm -hmm. which is wild. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> again, I'm loyal, I'm passionate, <laughs> trustworthy, all the good things. So. All the good things. Well, I'll make things happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's intense, but it's so much fun. But it's actually funny because I think that our, our zodiac signs are supposed to clash. And if you read any kind of zodiac compatibility test or anything, it says Aries and Scorpios are not supposed to get along. But I think because I'm also Pisces and I'm really sensitive, yeah, I feel like side. it works pretty well together. And I think it says that be our signs, as long as they have something they're passionate about, that a shared interest, then that's what we like focus everything on, which is really spot on. Actually. And if it doesn't say that, then we made it up. Made it up and made we it proved up it right. We're gonna go with that. <laughs> <laughs> I completely agree. <laughs> okay, so question number two. Are you an introvert or an extrovert? I am very much an introvert. I love okay, I love being adventurous and all, but I do love being home and, you know, kind of having this like soul moment to myself, with the exception of you. Yeah. <laughs> 
You're practically a part of me. Now, yeah. So I think, yeah, I'm an extension for sure. I think I'm, I'm the extrovert for sure. I think actually though, you know, over the last couple of years, I've definitely become more of a homebody. Like I think I enjoy being at home with you now. We'll blame COVID for that for sure. Yeah, definitely. And because of our travel schedule, the, the yeah. minute that we do get home, I'm, I'm a gremlin. Like yeah. I'm not talking to nobody. We got the, the blackout curtains are closed, you know, but I think I'm definitely more extroverted when we go out to, you know, in, in public, you're like, yeah. go talk to everyone. I, I think I, I, like, I like smaller groups yeah. where I can get to know someone Yeah, because I'm very much about like depth when it comes to like surface level questions. Right. I find it really hard for me to ask those questions or like connect. But like, if there's something that we can talk about like deeper or something that really means something to you, I feel yeah. like I feel more strongly about what, those things what would be your like if you had a perfect group size what would that be five or six five or six six is like the cap if six. you have seven people in the room you're like i don't want to talk no we have to exile somebody <laughs> <laughs> meanwhile i'm an extrovert i'm like bring in like 20 people i'm good like let's just throw a party while we're in it. <laughs> but i would also say that you're like the black cat of the relationship and yeah. i'm the golden retriever i'll take the black cat yeah like if yeah, look, I mean, you're, look how you're dressed right now, and I look like a gold. I know trooper. this wasn't on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Last question: What are your love languages? Honestly, if you follow us, you might guess some of them. I know. But... <laughs> I know everybody's a little bit of everything, but I think for sure both of ours is physical touch and quality time, which is probably why we're inseparable. And even this, I feel like the space between this us feels right a little now, far. Are feels- we in a long distance relationship? <laughs> like what is happening? <laughs> I know. I feel like I need to like touch your foot from like my- <laughs> <laughs> you're so far. I'm like, can we even just I'm just gonna sit over there for episode two. But yeah, I think physical touch, quality time, that's why we're like we can get away with being together all day, every day. And how what you said, I'm an extension of you. So yeah. I also think that we redefine quality time or there is a real definition for quality time, which means when there's no phones, no cameras, we're, like we're not actually yeah. working. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes there is like this misconception because we work together and live together that we are spending all of our time together, which we are, but it's not necessarily focused on each other. No, I know. And I'm also to the point now where we'll be like scrolling on TikTok. And then when I'm over TikTok, I'm like, okay, now we're both over TikTok. You have to put your phone down too. Um, like we have to shut it down. It's not but, a choice. Yeah, not a choice. And also our quality time is just like trash TV. Like I think we will watch binge watch in nine that hours. That was really close for a second. You were like, it's trash. No. TV. <laughs> no, trash TV. I feel like we can binge watch that for hours and that's like our quality time right I think you know this is the introduction and this is definitely you know we're, we have so much to go over we have so much to talk about and I think I'm especially all of that baggage I know <laughs> I'm especially excited to go over the next two episodes because um we're gonna go deeper into our love story yeah how so it started I'm excited yeah how I stole Kirstie's heart. How I swept you off your feet. <laughs> We're going to go into it. We're going to have all the questions that you're going to submit to us. And um, I'm ready. Are you excited? Thank you for tuning in to She Comes With Baggage podcast. And we're so excited to go and launch more episodes with you on a weekly basis. So go ahead and like and subscribe across all platforms. You can also find us at Kirstie and Christine on Instagram for sneak peeks and yeah. a little sneak peek into next week's episode where it's, it's our be. love story. Yay!